one of uh, President Trump's supporters here. Greatest movement in the history of our country. I'm fighting for you, and I love doing it with everything that I have. And I will never, ever stop. We are one people, one family, and one glorious nation under God. We will make America great again. Welcome to Team Trump Online. We want to see China rise, to continue to rise in a responsible way. After Joe Biden takes a pretty soft position towards the Chinese, Hunter Biden inks what becomes a 1.5 billion with a B dollar D. His son Hunter there and in China profiting off his dad. There's no question that he did it. You wouldn't have signed him onto a, a major energy company in Ukraine uh, unless his last name was Biden. Hunter Biden was reportedly kicked out of the Navy Reserve after he failed a drug test. He spent extravagantly on drugs, alcohol, prostitutes, strip clubs. There are five Biden family members who cashed in while he was vice president. The Chinese have a long-standing practice of extending deals to family members in exchange for favorable treatment from foreign leaders. Biden recognizes this. The growth of China is overwhelmingly in our interest. China would prefer Joe Biden. That's their conclusion, that they would prefer Joe Biden. I'm Donald Trump, and I approve this message. Wednesday just got better because the ladies are live discussing the hottest topics of the week with you tonight. And we will make America great again. Hello and welcome back to The Right View. We are so excited to be back with you. Uh, I'm Laura Trump, Senior Advisor to President Trump's re-election campaign. As always with me are the greatest ladies in the Trump campaign, Mercedes Schlapp, Katrina Pearson, and of course, Kimberly Guilfoyle. Uh, we're so excited because we are 19 days away, ladies. We are in the final stretch. It is happening. The energy, I got to tell you, out there on the ground, everywhere I go, is palpable. It's, it's, it's so amazing. I've been all over this country. I've seen very few Biden signs, but tons of Trump signs everywhere. So I want to ask you ladies, what's going on with you? Where are you? Uh, and what are you seeing on the ground? Kim, where are you? Right now I'm in uh, Chicago, believe it or not. So why not bring a little Trump uh, to the blue states? So we've been all over the country, literally. And uh, heading back to Florida as well, we had great um, rallies in Miami, uh, Orlando, a great rally with the president that was uh, fantastic. And 
Stanford actually in Florida. So we're really excited about it. So much energy and enthusiasm for President Trump. It is absolutely unprecedented. I've never seen anything like it. And I think voters actually realize this election is not just another opportunity to cast a ballot, but it's actually calling on all of us to decide the future of our nation for ourselves, for our neighbors, for our children. Um, it's about saving this American dream. I keep telling people that we've got to protect American greatness and exceptionalism. So I'll tell you what, I think America is ready for President Trump for four more years. I'm blessed to be a part of it, like all of us are. And seeing the president in person the other day, it made me so happy because he looks fantastic. He's super strong, energetic. I'm sure you guys saw him dancing to YMCA, which, you know. <laughs> Never gets old. I love it. He dances it's, like Don a little, so it's so charming. <laughs> <laughs> That's I a very Eric, kind way to put it. I was yeah. Thinking, maybe Eric Trump is the dancer in the family. I don't know, Laura. What do you think? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and answer that and clear it up for America. He is not. But <laughs> with that... <laughs> Mercy, what about you? What have you been seeing out well, there? We were we were actually in Pennsylvania, uh, up in the northwest. It's funny because I always take out my map and I'm like, okay, where are we today? Yeah. And so we started in Pittsburgh. What a great city! Katrina was there with us, Laura, uh, you as well. And then we went up to this place called Oil City, where they had the one <laughs> Biden Harris supporter. The one. The guitar man. It was serious. Apparently, he was playing the same song since 1 p.m. So, and we had, and, and it was, how many people? It was hundreds of people lined oh up the streets to see the big pink bus. And then the Newcastle, Pennsylvania Amazing. event was over 500 people. And here's what it is. It is the most free loving patriots in this country that know what knows what it's, knows what's at stake. And they are fighting day in and day out with the ground game we're seeing right now it's like something I've never seen before. It's about two, over 2 million volunteers in these targeted states. We're in important states like Minnesota that we weren't back in 2016. And so there, there, we re, I do really feel that we are at such a strong advantage with our ground game. With that being said, we can't take our foot off the pedal. This is That's serious. Right. Like if you can go and vote early, go vote early. Get it done. Apparently, I was talking to a friend of mine. The lines can be up to an hour to two to three hours long. She was like with her three little kids, which she said was disastrous, but she oh. voted. So make sure that you go and vote early. Get it done uh, so that we're ready to go come November 3rd. That's okay. absolutely right. Katrina, I mean, you, you were with us last week. I yeah. know you're all over the place. It, it's true. What Mercy is saying is true, but we got to get people out to vote. I mean, that is the most important thing here. Yeah, you know, I can't even imagine, you know, what our country would look like if not for President Trump right now. And so that excitement and enthusiasm that we've seen all over the country um, is so critical and crucial to the success um, of our nation under President Trump's leadership. And, you know, I'll be leaving D.C. today, going to Michigan, where I'll meet up with you later, Laura, uh, just to go out and see uh, the folks in Detroit. You know, one of the things that we have this time that we've never had as a party are field offices in black communities. Um, and many of these offices are extremely successful. And 21 volunteers, brand new people, showed up in our Detroit office to volunteer for President Please. Trump. So we're going to go out there and visit with them and, you know, just show them some love because there's so many supporters out there today. Um, and, and you all know, in 2016, a lot of people were, you know, embarrassed to say, that they supported Donald Trump for president. And now uh, they're loud and they're proud. I mean, they're wearing their hats, they're wearing their t-shirts and 
you know, a lot of people who wouldn't, you would assume ordinarily wouldn't support President Trump are absolutely supporting him. You guys mentioned uh, Pennsylvania already, where polls are showing that 27% of black voters are voting for Donald Trump. So they're even telling the pollsters. So yeah. this is all great news for America. We're going to keep our, like, as Mercedes said, keep our foot on the gas and continue to move forward to bring this thing home for the president. Yeah. yeah, the the Democrats have a real problem, though, because not only did they choose Joe Biden as the guy <laughs> that's running for president, then they chose Kamala Harris. We saw how she was absolutely decimated last week by Vice President Mike Pence in that debate. I mean, he was masterful the way he operated uh, with her. And because, quite frankly, he had the truth on his side. Imagine that. But Mercedes, you talked about fly on his head, but that's a totally <laughs> different story. I hear that's, that's going to be the hottest. That's going to be the hottest Halloween costume this year is the, <laughs> the wig with a fly on it. Uh, but that said, look, you were talking about the ground game. We have knocked around 20 million doors at Amazing. the Trump campaign. I mean, we have the best ground game operation in the history of the Republican Party. And you contrast that with the Biden campaign, who don't forget, guys, not long ago, they said, oh, no, no, it's too dangerous. We can't possibly get people out to, to knock doors. Well, they've changed their tune because they realize when you've knocked zero doors and the other side has knocked 20 million, it could be a big problem for you. But they got bigger problems because, like I said, Joe Biden is their candidate. Uh, on Monday, he was a total train wreck out on the campaign trail. I know we all just kind of wait, like, what did Joe do today? Well, let me tell you what he did on just Monday this week. He was at an event in Ohio, bizarrely claimed he was in the state of Pennsylvania. We know this guy doesn't know where he is half the time. I always say it jokingly that he doesn't know for which position he's actually running. We saw it again. He claimed he's running for the Senate. And then he directed people that were there at his event. I'm sure they were socially distanced in the circles to go to a fake website. Let's watch this. This should be fun. You know, we have to come together. That's why I'm running. I'm running as a proud Democrat for the Senate. Well, uh, Kimberly, I don't know. Does this seem like the kind of guy you want running the free world? Yeah, I mean, it's so painful. I mean, what is happening here? And nobody, the media doesn't want to talk about it. They just cover up everything for the guy. This was like his, you know, big campaign appearance after taking 27 naps uh, from exhaustion of the debate with uh, Trump and then, of course, getting out of the other one. I mean, it's just sad. You say to yourself, what the heck is going on? But I've seen, you know, from um, what he's been doing all on any of these appearances, it's like he can't even function to complete a sentence. I don't even know what happened, how he even got through that debate. But, you know, this is basically like Kamala Harris's puppet show. And if you tune in or you even see her setting up the teleprompter for Joe, I mean, no joke. Um, she's a radical, she has a socialist agenda, and she's been working with AOC and the squad for the PAC platform that Joe Biden is running on, and it's out of control. He doesn't know who he is, where he is, what office he's running for, what state, let alone. Um, he's basically just like a fill-in, like a, you know, a write-on, like, name on the ballot to just stand there for their radical agenda. It's a, he's a placeholder, and we can't let that happen. Absolutely not. It's too important. Everything's at stake here. To let yeah. this joker in? I mean, it's just terrible. It's uh, it's really frightening. Uh, you know, on the same day, Mercedes, uh, this guy also happened to insult half of our population. I want everyone to watch this clip. Uh, Gallup reported last week 56% of Americans said that they were better off today 
than they were four years ago would have been under the Obama-Biden administration. So why should people who feel that they are better off today under the Trump administration vote for you? Well, if they think that, they probably shouldn't. They think 54% of the American people are better off economically today than they were in our administration. Well, their memory is not very good, quite frankly. Uh, is I it mean, their memory or his memory? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't know. No one. Mercy, he doesn't even have the mask on straight. Couldn't someone have helped him there? Come on. Come on, no, man. No, man. Crooked. I mean, Did crooked Hillary put it on him? I mean, my God. This is like... Well, you know, I don't know. This is like his deplorables moment in a way, right? Joe Biden is knowing, known for plagiarizing speeches. He's known for not being too bright of a student when he was in college. I'm sure he must have failed math because I don't know about you, but if 56% of Americans, if he doesn't want those voters, then so be it. It's going to we'll be a problem. 56% of the votes uh, for President Trump. But, you know, it's very significant, that Gallup poll, because it does show that President Trump's economic policies are working. The fact that even going through this global pandemic, we've seen Americans thrive. We've seen median incomes rise. We've seen poverty rates uh, at a record low. And so that's the amazing great American comeback story that President Trump is going to keep talking about, what we keep talking about on the campaign trail. And it's always one of those things that when I talk, we talk to women out there and say, oh, a friend of mine's on the fence. That then we always say, we'll talk about the president's great economic accomplishments, because what we do know about Joe Biden is that he is going to push forward $4 trillion in a tax burden right. on American families. We know they've been wrong on the side of trade when it comes to issues like China. And obviously, Kamala, president, you know, wannabe Kamala, uh, not supporting the USMCA deal, something that was supported by a vast majority of Democrats. And that's what we got to talk about, which is the record of accomplishments of this president and Joe Biden's uh, record of just being on the wrong side of not only percentages, but of economic policies. But can I just say that this is the one time that I think I've ever heard Joe Biden give an honest statement. Oh, if you think about it, you know, point. if 50 plus percent of the people are better off under a Trump administration, they probably shouldn't vote for Joe Biden. Yeah. I'm with you. Well, he gave he gave great instructions to <laughs> Americans out there. And you're right, Mercy. I think it is the Harris Biden ticket. I keep hearing it both ways. I don't know, uh, but Katrina, Joe Biden continues, and Kamala Harris, they both continue to dodge the question as to whether or not they would pack the courts. Look at this one. That's the court packing going on now. Well, sir, wouldn't you say that your non-answer has become a bigger issue uh, on the campaign? No, field? only because you guys are fascinated with it. But no. Well, there's that mask again. Um, Katrina, <laughs> what's the story here? Why won't they give us a clear answer on this? And their nonsensical response about, well, there is court packing going on, but it's on it's on the other side. What what's going on here? What is this all about? Well, you know, Laura, I think there's actually two things going on here. The first thing is, I mean, this is elitism on full display. You know, there was another opportunity when Joe Biden could have answered this question, but said that he didn't want to. The American people didn't need to know until after the election. And so I think that didn't deserve to know, well, I think didn't deserve to know. And yeah. I think that is very telling. I mean, that is elitism. He feels entitled to this position. He feels like he doesn't have to work for it or explain himself to the American people. Um, and I think that's what really shows through. And the second thing is, is if he gives an honest answer on this question, all of the um, all of the people that he's been lying to the entire time 
um, will now know exactly what his position is and what they plan to do to this country. Because, you know, to Mercedes' point about plagiarizing, um, they're actually plagiarizing Donald Trump's plans today when it right. comes to pro-America, American jobs, American That's first true. manufacturing. These are all things that Kamala Harris and Joe Biden have not been for up until just a few weeks ago. And so if they do admit to wanting to pack the court, then they're also going to have to admit to why they want to do it. Because the fact of the matter is, if they want to just keep things the way Donald Trump has them, there's no need to ram through anything through the Supreme Court, which would be the purpose of court packing. And that means you will have the radical extreme agenda that they were all supporting prior to just a few weeks ago come to the surface. And if I can just quickly jump in, I also remember that these are the tactics the socialists do in other countries. So it's yeah. exactly what Hugo Chavez did in Venezuela. One of the first moves he made was to expand the court to put in his own judges. And so this is, a, this is such a dangerous pathway for our country. And it's wow. why they are scared. This is why Biden and Harris, we know exactly what their answer is. Right. They're going to pack the court. They're, they're not, they're not going to run away from it. They refuse to answer that question because they know it's unpopular, but we all can see right through them. The voters can see right through them. And this is exactly what we need to stop here in America. These Democrats, these far left Democrats need to, uh, need, they need to be stopped at the end of the day. We cannot move forward with these, this idea of fundamentally transforming a historic institution like the Supreme Court. Uh, but that would be their plan, and the American people need to be aware of that. Otherwise, they would just say no. Yeah, it's a easy. That's right. Yeah. If, if the answer is no, then say no. But they haven't said that. So I think you're right, guys. I think very clearly the answer is yes, but they know how detrimental what they are proposing would be to the United States of America. FDR tried to do this way back when and was immediately struck down. People said, this is not the way the United States is supposed to operate. This is really frightening stuff. I mean, people should take this very seriously. The fact that he says we don't deserve to know, are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> now, on the other end of the coin is President Donald Trump. After beating COVID, he is back, ladies and gentlemen. He held his first campaign rally in Sanford, Florida. Everybody take a look at this. But it's great to be back in my home state, Florida, to make my official return to the campaign trail. I am so energized by your prayers and humbled by your support. We've had such incredible support. And here we are. It's, you know, here we are. <laughs> but we're going to finish. We're going to make this country greater than ever before. Thank you. Thank you. Well, ladies, we know this president doesn't stop working. Uh, he has a campaign rally every single day this week. We are all, all out on the road working nonstop. Uh, Kimberly, we know that Donald Trump is leaving nothing on the field. He worked for every vote in 2016. That's exactly what he's doing now. Yeah, absolutely. And he has such enthusiasm. It's, you know, it's truly infectious. And I think it's going to be really clear on election day and all the people are going to come out to support him. And I have to tell you the funniest thing um, Don and I kept talking about last night. I was at that rally and spoke uh, before the president spoke, but I, you know, and I thought I was fired up. Boy, was he fired up. Let me tell you something. He says, I feel great. And I just want to get out there and kiss everybody. I'm going to kiss the men and the beautiful women. We were like dying laughing. I'm like, 
This is amazing. There's nobody like him. He loves the American people and he loves this country. And it's so refreshing to see compared to the Democrats, gloom, doom, rioting, burning down, you know, of uh, businesses, hardworking people. And they just literally stand by and are essentially complicit because they do nothing. They're they're saying it's all okay. We're just going to do this peaceful protest. You know, folks, nothing to see here. How sad is that? All because they're trying to defeat this man that's trying to help and save the country. You know, Lori didn't need the job, but he did it because he loves people. He loves the country. So we're all in this, you know, fight together. And President Trump makes it very clear. Like, they're trying to defeat and hurt these American people. He's standing for them. So it's about them. It's about you out there that are watching. That's who this election is about. Yeah, and yeah. Katrina, I, I think they're getting really scared on the Democrat side uh, because, I mean, look, the reality is Donald Trump actually delivered for the American people. The reality is people are smart in America. They can see a good thing. They felt the positive impact of Donald Trump as president. But you talked about the, the support that we are getting at the Trump campaign that this president will get from black Americans. I was just two days ago with Rick Grinnell launching uh, a Trump Pride a coalition in Pennsylvania. The reality is the Democrats have thought that they could box everybody up for so long and say, oh, we get the women's vote. Oh, we get the Latino vote, the black vote. Down the line, you name it, people have woken up in America. They are woke now. It's on yes. our black voices hats. I mean, this could be a historic election if everybody comes out and supports Donald Trump. You know, I think you're right. And uh, we know the Democrats are terrified because the rhetoric just gets more and more um, ridiculous. Um, It's illogical. It's irrational. And we see these horrible polls that are now coming out that that are just insane. I mean, no one will ever convince me that Joe Biden is 15 points ahead. No, ridiculous. I mean, people literally have to stand in hula hoops at the Biden events, all six of them. So I just don't buy it, Uh, but what we do know, the more crazy it gets, the more insane it gets, the more intense it gets, that means that we are winning and we're winning by a lot because they see exactly what we see out on the campaign trail. Uh, We do see an increased support of Latino Americans, of black Americans, and now under President Trump's leadership, we've expanded the base so much, we have a pride coalition. And there's a ton of people out there that support the president. And it doesn't matter what box that the Democrats have put you in in the past, it's because of President Trump and his willingness to vote and campaign for, for every single vote um, that's really made the difference. Um, We've now transcended politics. I mean, this is the reality. It's no longer about Republican or Democrat. It's about freedom. It's about prosperity. And we're getting back to what America was supposed to be. And that is a level playing ground for everyone uh, to participate. And the the effort you put in is what you get out. And a lot of Americans see right through what the Democrats have been doing for the last few years with all of the lies and the hoaxes and really trying to manipulate the American public. And I don't know about you guys, but I don't like to be lied to to my face. And people are now realizing that Democrats have been doing nothing but lying to them and really trying to shield them from all of the resources that our president has made available to them, whether it be access to capital um, or other programs that have been made available through the pandemic. And so I think the people do see that. And that's why you see our crowds, even with just a surrogate, uh, get bigger. Yeah, it's really amazing. I mean, Mercy, you know, we go out there and we want to get everybody energized, but we also tell people, make sure you are registered to vote. Make sure you go vote on November 3rd, or if you're not going to go vote on November 3rd, make sure you request an absentee ballot or you early vote. 
I really think that that people are heeding this advice. But what do you tell people out there? I mean, how do they talk to their friends? What do they say to their friends? We've got to win this election. Well, I think, first of all, and this is something we talked about when we were in Newcastle, there is now, okay, don't be shocked, but the media is actually starting to build up this narrative that the race is over, that the polls are really trending towards Biden and the president's losing. So what does that do? That's trying to get into the heads of our voters to be demoralized, to say, how are we going to pull this off, guys? This is going to be really difficult. And so our goal and what the president's doing, too, is to say, we are going to fight till the end. We're going to win this thing. We are not going to take any vote for granted. We're going to keep talking about our uplifting, positive message of freedom, prosperity, and opportunity for all that I know that I can accomplish as president of the United States. Are you kidding me? Are we seriously going to support Joe Biden, who Mm. is scared of his own shadow? Let's be real, people. They are fear-mongering us whether it be the they Democrats are. or the media, they want you to be shut up in your, shut in, in your home. You can't go to your schools. You can't go to your local businesses. Be really scared. And you know what? We can't. And that's why the president really, when he talked about like, we cannot live in fear. We, can, we are not gonna let this virus dominate us. That was such encouraging message for all of us who have really had a hard time with COVID. And the other thing is, is that when we were on the Pittsburgh plane going back um, to D.C., it was this wonderful captain from United Airlines went up to the went up to the speaker. And I just it was just amazing. I get goosebumps thinking about it. And he said, he goes, there has been months for months. People haven't been flying. And now we're starting to see people to come back. But remember, when you buy a ticket, that's not just a ticket. That is a paycheck for my family. It is a paycheck for this flight crew, and we just want to thank And when that happened, everyone started applauding. Why? Because that is America. We are resilient. We are strong. We're going to defeat the virus. And guess who has a plan to do it? President Trump. And guess who's plagiarizing the plan? <laughs> Joe Biden. That is why you have to go to your fr- mommy sure. friends, your you know grandma, because oh now the latest tactic from Joe Biden is is that he's scare, scaring the seniors. Oh, oh man, we're going to protect our seniors. That's what President Trump has done. It is Go- Governor Cuomo who threw a bunch of these COVID patients into nursing homes, and Terrible. it has been horrible. So we have the right story to tell, and that is the responsibility of all of you listening out there to go out there and tell your story and say why we as Americans will not only rebuild the strongest economy under President Trump, we will defeat this virus, we will get life back to normal, and we will make sure that America's better tomorrow than even today. And that is the vision of President Trump. It's why we need to go out there and make sure that you find every single person to go out and vote for President Trump. Amen to that. All right. Well, ladies, that uh, is going to end the first segment here. Everybody at home, stay tuned. We're going to take one quick commercial break, and we'll be right back with you.
southern end of our ranch is the international boundary. And I have over 200 trails from Mexico. It's drug packers. We don't need a wall. It's about providing a clear roadmap to citizenship for 11 million undocumented aliens. Yes, we will build the wall. We've already started. Someday we will have a form of security like everybody else. I'm Donald J. Trump, and I approve this message. Hi, welcome back to The Right View. I'm Kimberly Guilfoyle. Now, with less than three weeks to go, the media is running the same tired playbook as 2016. Uh, let's be honest, my goodness. And again, someone needs to, uh, you know, put up the cue card for uh, Joe Biden that he's actually not running for the Senate. So, Laura, can you talk about how the media is using the same fake suppression polls now that they were using in 2016? And what should our supporters know about the current state of the race? Well, look, uh, Mercedes talked about it in our last segment a little bit. The goal of these polls, folks, is to tell you that the race is over, that there's no hope, that you might as well just throw in the towel. Don't bother going to vote on Election Day. Absolutely go vote on Election Day. We had polling from four years ago. It was taken on October 10th, 2016, in all the key swing states across the country. The lead that Hillary Clinton, they said, had over Donald Trump was larger than the lead that they currently say that Joe Biden has over Donald Trump. Now, these polls, I, I fully believe, are even more inaccurate now than they were in 2016. Uh, but the reality is all you have to do is go out there and look around, folks. The fact that at the events that we're doing on our Women for Trump bus that I'm doing by myself sometimes out across the country are pulling in hundreds and hundreds of people. Yep. And then you look at a Joe Biden rally, and I use that word very loosely, whatever, the drive-in rally thing with a couple of cars up front. I mean, what what you are seeing out there is it's like people are like, well, are my eyes deceiving me? Am, is what I'm seeing real? The reality is if you go out on the ground all across America, you will see the real support for President Donald Trump out there. I tell this story all the time, but it's the Target parking lot story from our Women for Trump bus tour. You cannot make up support. When we, we pulled into a Target, we came back out, there was an impromptu Trump rally in the Target parking lot because people love this president so much, they carry flags and banners in their car just for a time story. such as this. So, I mean, those are the kind of things that people see out there, they feel out there. The enthusiasm is very real for Donald Trump. Do not be fooled by the fake polls, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely, your vote counts. Every vote counts. I don't care if you live in California. I don't care if you live exactly. in New York. I don't care where you live. Get out and vote, vote for Donald Trump because if there's any year that crazy things can happen, we know it's 2020. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're going to turn some of these Democrat states red and we're going to just shock the world again. We'll see. Oh, my God. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. So, well, now the media isn't even hiding the fact that they want Joe Biden to win. They're just like, you know, cheerleaders, pom-poms. And in a recent uh, NBC town hall with Joe Biden, um, they had a whole thing. Oh, this is framed as undecided voters asking questions. Let's watch this clip to expose the latest fraud. Welcome back. Welcome back, Miami. And the town hall meeting with former Vice President Joe Biden taking questions from undecided voters. Peter Gonzalez has next question. Uh, welcome to Miami, Mr. Vice President. Um, I was born in Hartford, Connecticut, and I've been living in Coral Gables for the last 20 plus years. We get four more years of Trump. Good luck. 
And good luck with the future attracting younger voters. Let's go to Ismail Eliano, who voted for Hillary Clinton four years ago, but has voted Republican in the past. What's your question for Mr. Biden? Hi, Mr. Vice President. Things uh, you know, that, that, that Joe Biden said during his speech that resonated with me was, you know, what defines America's possibility. Mr. Mateo Gomez joins us now. Uh, First-time voter came to the U.S. from Colombia at age two. Welcome. Spent a lot of time in Colombia. Thank you, Lester, for the introduction. After watching the debate, Mateo Gomez told us he really didn't feel like he got a whole lot out of it, and it really did not do a lot to help him. If you had to pull the trigger and vote for someone tomorrow, how would you vote? Probably Biden, in this sense. It would be one, because just how unpresidential the whole entire debate was. So, Mercy, can you uh, discuss the unprecedented uh, resistance that President Trump and our campaign are up against this election and how much the mainstream media is literally colluding with Joe Biden and his campaign? Yeah, colluding is a right word. I mean, this is so rigged when it comes to these town halls and how they pick these undecided, really softball you know, people that are asking these softball questions and you're just like appalled by the whole thing. And then whenever it's like the president doing these town halls, they find the roughest, toughest people to ask him the questions. But this is the difference with this president. This president is unafraid to answer the tough questions. When it was the first debate, he not only had to debate Joe Biden, he had to debate Chris Wallace. I mean, we look alone at the Commission on Presidential Debates, which is supposed to be nonpartisan, it is filled with Democrat donors. It is filled with establishment Republicans right. who hate the president. And so at the end of the day, look, we it is a, this is about the people. And Katrina always uses that line. At the end of the day, the voices of the people will be heard. The elite media, the, the far left Democrats, they do not represent America. And let me tell you, the only reason why any of these liberal media folks have somewhat of ratings is because of Donald Trump. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. By the way, they couldn't even, it's like these people couldn't even find more than three Biden voters out there. They have to recycle the same people. Right. Like, right. really? Yeah. This is how bad it is for Joe Biden. Talk about polls. Just look at that. My gosh. It's unbelievable. I can feel it. I can feel November 3rd. It's going to be big. All right. So, Katrina, let's talk about how superior the ground game is for our campaign now here in, you know, 2020 versus even in 2016. It's just ramped up all the way. Yeah, I mean, honestly, Kimberly, there's not even words to describe, you know, the unprecedented ground game that we have today. I mean, it's just been unseen in politics. Um, and when you look at 2016, uh, you know, all the media reports, oh, there's no ground game, there's no ground game, but yet Trump was filling stadiums full of people. And then they said, well, those that's not going to translate into votes when it actually did. Um, and what this a was dumb with, idea. with zero... <laughs> you know, zero of the campaign, you know, with an organized infrastructure. They had the RNC, and I remember being on one of the calls in 2016 for the volunteers, and even the RNC was just shocked at the sheer number of volunteers that just showed up after the president, or after Trump at the time, won the nomination. And now, you know, Laura has mentioned, Mercedes has mentioned, we're touching million upon millions of voters a week at this point, um, which is something that we did not have in 2016. Now, granted, it's purely organic in 2016, so that we may have touched millions of voters and we just don't know about it. But what we do know now is we're able to track it. 
we're able to, to find out where people are to get them out to vote. Um, we know exactly you know, what the issues are that are important to them, and we're able to take those messages with our millions of volunteers directly to the voters, because as we've already mentioned, we can't depend on the media to fairly assess the situation or, or even tell the American people what Joe Biden really stands for. And that's the purpose of having millions of volunteers out there working in these communities. And that's also a reason why a lot of people are saying they see far more ads uh, for Joe Biden than they see from Trump. And mainly that's because that's all Joe Biden has. He doesn't have an infrastructure. He doesn't have a field team. He doesn't have field offices like we do. So we're actually on the ground touching people personally, whereas Joe Biden is having to blanket the airwaves with ads. Well, Joe Biden might be sniffing people personally. And sniffing. There it is. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Him sniffing the fly on the head. I can't. Oh, gosh, I tell you. I just meow. All right. So before we get everybody's final thoughts, I want to give our fabulous viewers at home some practical ways to get involved with this amazing campaign and this president's reelection. We can ask you to please download the new groundbreaking Trump 2020 app. People really like it, by the way. When I go out into crowds, like, hey, I'm a big sport. Look, and I downloaded the app. I was like, good job. Uh, it's now available on Apple and Android. So you can sign up to volunteer, register for events, and even win exclusive prizes. And hey, elect a president. So to stay in contact with us, please text Trump to 88022. And if your friends, your family, your neighbors, anybody wants to be involved, we got a big tent. All right. We're all in it together to fight to reelect President Donald J. Trump. Please visit armyfortrump.com and sign up. And now I would like to get some final thoughts from these powerful, smart ladies. Laura, let's begin with you. Well, it was a big birthday week uh, in the Trump family. Tiffany's birthday was Tuesday. My nephew Joseph's birthday was Wednesday. My birthday was Monday. Um, so I want to say happy birthday to all the, uh, the, we have a lot of October babies. Ivanka's birthday is also uh, in October and Tristan's birthday. Is Tristan in October. is uh, October 2nd and oh Ronan is October 4th oh, and Ronan, Spencer is October 21st, so we got them on. <laughs> we got everybody covered. Um, so it was so nice. My parents uh, came into town last week to help take care of my kids uh, while I was out on the road. So I got to have a birthday dinner with them on Saturday night with Eric. It was lovely. So Very happy sweet. birthday to all. That is it. Very nice. And yes, happy birthday, beauty. So all right, let's get, uh, we got Mercy up next. Okay, so this week has been the Senate confirmation, confirmation hearings of Amy Coney Barrett. I mean, rock star material, mother of seven, absolutely brilliant uh, judge. And my favorite moment is when uh, Senator John Cornyn asked her, so what do you have? You don't have any papers or anything there. And she literally like lifts up a pad and it just says U.S. Senate with nothing on it. I mean, what an impressive woman. She's an inspiration to all of my girls I think my oldest wants to clerk for her one day in the future because she's just so inspired for her and, cool. uh, by her. And I'm incredibly inspired for her because it's by her because it shows that as a mom, like we all are, and as uh, someone who practices her faith, someone who loves America, that yep. you can do it all. And we are not part of that liberal women sham. It's no longer... You know, they always try to own us and they always think that we're on the wrong side of history. Well, let me tell you something. Judge Barrett, soon Supreme Court Justice Barrett is going to be absolutely spectacular in the Supreme Court. And our nation is so fortunate to have her 
uh, serve at the highest ranks in our judicial system. So amazing, honestly. God bless her and her family and for you know being so brave and courageous to be able to do this. I can't tell you, it's one of the greatest things I've seen President Trump do. I was like jumping up and down, screaming, going crazy. <laughs> All right, Katrina, why don't you give us your final thought? Well, Kimberly, look, I want to get in on the October fun, too. My niece Trinity turned three on October and so we all love October in our, our uh, families. And my mother is born on Halloween, so she has a birthday oh, wow. on October 31st. So yay, October. <laughs> but look, my final thoughts is I'm sure many of you have seen this video that has since gone viral in the last uh, couple of days. Uh, about a gentleman who was on an airplane, Southwest Airlines to be exact, with his Trump mask and his Black Voices for Trump cap. His name is Philip. And I just want to give a hat tip uh, to the other passengers on this plane because the flight attendant uh, actually escorted him off the plane oh my for not wearing his mask when, in fact, he was wearing his mask, but he removed it to eat and drink, which is the rules of the airlines. But unfortunately, this not, did not apply to our Black Voices for Trump supporter, and he was asked to be removed from the flight. However, passengers on the plane did record this entity. They were questioning Southwest Airlines on video. They were questioning the flight attendant, asking why the rules were different for him, and, and some of them even left the plane with him. So hat tip to wow. America on defending their fellow patriots. Wow, it's crazy stuff out there. Honestly, when I saw that, it's just, what a shame to see. And gosh, I'd be so happy when we're done with masks, <laughs> hopefully soon. All right, I wanna give a huge thank you to all our patriots at home for tuning in. We love you, go Trump. Get out there and vote on November 3rd or turn in your absentee ballot the second you get it. Let's make your vote count and we're really excited about it. Thank you for your support. We'll see you next time as we continue to fight to reelect President Donald J. Trump.